Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Share the profits, some of the risk, but none of the capital outlay. It's a farming arrangement called share farming. And with primary production often being expensive to get into, is it a pathway for developing future farmers? G'day, I'm Drew Radford, and the only type of farming Hans Van Wees does is share farming. To find out more about it, he joins me in the AgVic Talk studio. Hans, thanks for your time. No problem. Hans, where do you farm? Uh, we farm in Tanamba, which is in the McAllister Irrigation District, located around Mafra. Now, Hans, you're running a few head of cattle on that dairy farm, aren't you? Yes. How many? Uh, we run about 850 milking cows. And on, depending on the time of the year, we also have 240 yearlings and 240 calves. So it's a fairly busy operation. It's not just you running it then, I'm guessing. No, it's me and five full-time equivalents. And my wife helps out as well over calf rearing and other times. Hans, you're growing a bunch of your own feed as well, though, I understand. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we have some parts of the farm we don't graze much. So we grow lucerne and cereal crops through the lucerne for silage. And we occasionally dabble with some summer crops if the season and water availability is kind. So it's a reasonable patch of land then, isn't it, I'm assuming? Yes. How big is the land, Hans? Total area is 400 hectares, of which 200 hectares is used as a milking area. The other 200 hectares is support country for the young stock, and of that 200 hectares support country, 130 hectares is irrigated as well. So it's a reasonable patch of land. You've got a lot going on, especially looking after 850 cows to milk on a daily basis. But underneath it all, Hans, this is a share farm. Now, for those that don't know what share farming is, how would you explain it? You share a percentage of the inputs, depending on the percentage, and you share a percentage of the outputs. So you basically become part of the risk. You take part of the risk with you. You described that very simply, Hans, because when I was reading some background material, I was left asking a lot of questions. Well, what about this and what about that? And we'll drill down into that in a bit. But how did this relationship start? Very interesting. I was actually share farming another job and that terminated. And I actually rang my current share farming partner looking for a house. He says, I can't give you a house, but I've dealt with you over the years come and see me about a share farming agreement starting 1st July 1990, or 2008, sorry. So that's how that started. And you haven't looked back since, obviously. You're still on the same property. No, I've been there since 2008. So, Hans, what would some of the benefits then be of share farming, the way you see it? Uh, Okay, depending on the share agreement, you can make a lot of money in good years, a hell of a lot of money. You have a fair bit of freedom to run your farm. You're ultimately responsible for all the daily decisions, though, are you? Or are they, yep. are they shared? Yeah, so we, I do all the daily decisions, grazing management, irrigation management, repairs and things to keep the farm going. I don't have to refer back to my share farming partner to occasion. If it has to be fixed, it just gets fixed. No, big capital expenditures. No, we have a meeting. We do a budget. But, yeah, it's a day-to-day running. I do all that. That was one of the big questions in my mind was about those big capital expenditures. Let's say you want to put in a new milker. That's a lot oh, no, of money. That's, that's, well, the owner pays for that anyway, the share farming partner. So, so our big expenditures would be upgrading irrigation infrastructures, silos maybe, milk fats. That's the other partner's cost anyway. But, yeah, we discussed that fairly thoroughly. And I have to justify my spending. 
I would imagine you would. I mean, you're essentially going to a shareholder, aren't you, essentially? Yeah, I'm basically going to a shareholder slash bank to justify if we do this, I can return you X or no safety or sustainability measures. So that's really what we look at. You describe that very clearly and, and simply, but Hans, there's a lot of trust there from your shareholder that you're a pretty good business operator to get in bed with to start with it, I assume. We have known each other probably for about 10 or 12 years beforehand, and we butted heads a fair bit, <laughs> but our business relationship is very, I would call it very professional. That's an interesting description, Hans. You butted heads, but you still ended up working yep. together. In the end, no, he's the major shareholder. He still has final say on anything if he wants to, but... He said, I don't want to milk my cows. I don't want to have to worry. I want to go on holiday. I want to go away. I want nothing to worry about. I'm paying you a lot of money to do the job properly and deal with the problems. On that, Hans, some of the problems. I understand the property, 80% of it's floodplain. You've got a major weir up the... the yeah, yeah we've been flooded a few times. So you've been flooded a few times. Yep. How does solving all of that end up playing into a share arrangement. You've got insurance, you're going to have fences to be arranged, oh, you've right. got lo- so, lost productivity. There's a whole range of things. Yep. So the lost productivity, we share. That's just a fact of life. I'm on a floodplain. It has advantages and disadvantages. Capital rebuilds, that's the other part of problems. So any major capital damages from floods, that's not my issue. I'll have to provide a bit of labour to help and stuff. But yeah, so that's it's very well detailed. I like the fact that you used the word detailed there. I'm assuming that really boils down to a written contract. Yes, written contract and understanding what each other's responsibilities are. Hans, how often do you review these contracts? Uh, We haven't reviewed it since the day we started. Wow, 15 years and you laid it out well enough 15 years ago that everyone's been happy. Well, actually, the person I'm share farming with, he had an agreement originally and I basically took it over... As it was, there was a couple of little tweaks, but nothing major. And we probably meet at least four or five times a week anyway over coffee or just a chat. So there's never any really big surprises. Hans, often people use share farming arrangements to get into farming before becoming landholders. What what has been your drive to remain in a share farming arrangement long term? I think, this sounds horrible, I can make a lot more money being a share farmer on a very profitable farm and probably a lot less capital outlay. Simple fiscal reality. Yes, I do own land, but nothing to do with the dairy farm. That's a really interesting analysis, and you strike me as the sort of person, Hans, who would have weighed up those figures over the years. Yeah, I've done those figures, and also I've looked around the Australian dairy industry, I see a lot of people struggling to find employees like me. Why would I put myself in the place where I'm going to be exposed to more risk and stuck with a farm I mightn't be able to run myself properly? Hans, what would your advice be for young farmers looking to use share farming to get into farming, whether that's dairy, horticulture or, or any other form of farming? First thing, do a realistic budget with realistic figures and realistic ambitions. Nobody's Superman, nobody's going to set the world on fire the first few years in any enterprise. Being a pragmatist sounds key as far as you're concerned. Yes. So just plan for the average, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Hans, how do people get involved in share farming? Well, in New Zealand, it's a structured way of getting very reliable labour. Now, money and rewards are a pretty good driver. The better you do, the more money you make. Hans, do you think there's a lot of potential for share farming to become a more common way of operating in the future? I think there is, but I think there's an issue probably of now you might have some share farmers not up to this job. 
and you probably find some owners would balk at some of the money some of us are earning. Share farming, it's eyes wide open. It's not always in the beer and skittles. You know, sometimes it's thorny subjects you got to deal with, but do it professionally. Do your budgets, do your cash flows, do your risk analysis. And as a share farmer, where did you go to learn those sorts of skills? You did an agricultural degree in New Zealand many years ago, but, but since yep. then? Oh, I did a couple of courses through Dairy Australia, which really helped. I did the uh, frontline management course through RMIT, which is really good about risk in structures. I learned a lot from that. Hans, you've done a remarkable job developing your share farming relationship to where it is and have shown that ongoing training has assisted you to get where you are today. I actually reckon you've undersold the amount of work you've done to continue your education, the completion of a graduate certificate in frontline management and advanced leadership training and specialised nutrition courses through Dairy Australia are all long courses that require a good amount of time to complete. The commitment to education and continuing to build your business and technical skills over several years is a really important part of having a successful farming enterprise. Thanks for your time and joining me in the AgVic Talk studio. No problem. Hans Van Wees is a regular contributor to the Milking the Weather newsletter. Subscribe to the Milking the Weather newsletter on the Agriculture Victoria website. Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government Melbourne.